All right, guys, welcome back. It's Monday. This is the Weekend Recap. And, man, I am excited to be here today. There was so much went on this weekend when it came to the NFL and this playoff picture we had going on. I mean, it's I was up till 1230 last night trying to see how all this stuff was going to shake out. And let, let me tell you, it did not disappoint. It was just wall-to-wall just excitement from sun up to sundown, whistle to whistle. I mean, you want to talk about people that were all in on closing out a season, trying to get their way into the playoffs, trying to play spoiler. Man, it had everything you wanted for a football game. So you guys make sure you stay tuned. We got a whole lot to go over. Uh, At the end of the show, guys, college football championship is going down. We got Alabama, we got Georgia, and we have the countdown. So stay tuned. Make sure you're listening. We're going to have all the stats, all the excitement, everything leading up to it. And one other thing we got to get to at this point, because it's Monday, the end of the regular season. We like to call this Black Monday. What coaches are still here? What coaches are out? What or your thoughts on it. We'll be diving deeper into this, but as it sits, we have a total of five coaches that have been axed. So again, guys, hang out. We'll get into that in the second hour. So let's go ahead and get this party started, guys. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Polaratic Insulation, Great American Florida Gun Show, Guys, again, we appreciate you putting on this show for us. So hats off to you guys. We are about to get this thing cranked up. We're about to get it started. Let's go ahead and dive off to the scoreboard real quick. So Saturday, we had a couple things go on. We had the Kansas City Chiefs taking on your Denver Broncos. So this is where Week 18 really began. This is where you started to see people watching to see where things were going to unfold, where things are going to to lay out. So your Kansas City Chiefs go into this game needing to win to be able to maintain their chase for the number one seed. They finished the game 28-24, beat the Denver Broncos. So they're sitting here now waiting for the Tennessee Titans to play. Win. They're sitting there at the number two seed. Titans lose. They get home field advantage. So this is where the weekend really, for me, just started to to crank itself up. Now, we had another game, the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Ah, man, it's it was very lopsided. Cowboys 51, Eagles 26. But your Eagles were sitting their starters, man. That's uh, it wasn't that great of a football game to watch. You had Gardner Minshew running around out there, but uh, it wasn't very exciting football unless you was a Cowboys fan. I mean, it, that was one to get geeked up over. But with it, it was uh, very one-sided. Your ones versus your twos and threes. So I mean, it's wasn't great quality football. Both teams had it locked up. They were both going to the wild card or divisional rounds. Whichever way they were going to go, win or lose, they were still in the playoffs. So, I mean, it wasn't exciting football there. But Sunday, my goodness, this is where everything really got cranked up. 
you had a whole lot of teams that had not quite positioned themselves and locked what they were wanting to in at this point. Let's see here. Let's go ahead and start here with the Washington football team. They take on the Giants, take it home 22-7. The Browns, they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, another team that wasn't quite playing all of its starters, but the Browns take it home 21-16. Now this game here is one that got a little exciting. It's uh, the implications for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had a outside chance of getting in, just as, as well as the Baltimore Ravens here. But the Steelers take it 16-13 to 13 in overtime. But what we have here, Pittsburgh Steelers needed to win to keep their hopes alive. But they had to have a whole lot of other things fall into place for them. And I don't know, maybe they uh, miss Cleo's hanging around trying to give Big Ben one more little little boost here, something in the, the crystal ball for him possibly. But uh, with it, again, the Steelers win it 16-13. to 13. Playoff hopes at this point were still alive for those guys. The Packers, again, you've got the number one seed in the NFC. You win, you lose. Does it make a difference to the playoff picture for you? Again, they said some players. The Lions actually take it 37-30. to 30. So, this portion here kind of sets up our Jacksonville Jaguars game and the Indianapolis Colts. So, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, not many people are giving them too much of a nod here on being able to compete with playoff caliber teams at this point in the season. you got a first-round pick you're trying to still hold on to. You don't want to really compromise that. But at the end of the day, this is a division rivalry. And they got up for it, man. So, like I said, the Lions winning really opened this up for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, these two guys are trying to play it out for the first overall pick here, right? So, with the Lions winning, that opens the door for Jacksonville to be able to win as well. With that being said, they put on the gas against the Indianapolis Colts. The score winds up 26-11. to 11. These guys came out swinging, punched them right in the mouth. The Colts never saw this coming. Colts fans in Indianapolis right now, they're probably just burning the airwaves down. I mean, this stuff is great. As a Titans fan, I absolutely love, <laughs> love watching the Colts lose. And to see these guys get knocked out of playoff contention. I mean, just, this made my day here. I was like, are you kidding me? These guys are seriously losing to these guys? Which, kudos to Jacksonville. But this circles back again to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if Pittsburgh needed to win, they also needed the Indianapolis Colts to lose. Check one. Check two. So... Next thing up makes a whole lot of sense here, right? You have two teams that have to beat each other. As long as one team wins, Pittsburgh Steelers go to the playoffs. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Let's continue down the scoreboard here. The Vikings, they win 31-17 over the Bears. The Titans, they had a weird game happen here. So... 
First half, Titans were up on them. Beating them. Jackson, Houston has yet to score at this point. And then they go into halftime. And it, it completely flipped. Houston made all the right halftime adjustments they needed to make this game exciting. It got to a point where I was getting ready to flip the channel. I was like, man, this, this is just so one-sided. It's boring. I'm, I'm nodding off. I need to pay attention. Who else is on? I need some exciting football, right? But, man, they came out swinging. They were ready to go, and they they almost pulled it off. They brought it within one scoring drive on us, and, uh, man, they turned it around, and it's they had me worried. I was, I, I was sitting there watching the game. I was like, my goodness, they're about to screw this up. We always play down to the competition. This is just Titans football, story of our lives, right? But they hold on. They get the victory, lock in the number one seed, lock in first round by, lock in home field advantage. That is huge, Nashville. So you guys out there listening, Nashville, hats off to the Titans, man. Huge win yesterday. Tighten up. Bills. They take on the Jets. They win 27 to 10, clinching the division. The Saints take on the Falcons, 30 to 20. Seahawks beat the Cardinals, 38 to 30. Buccaneers. So on this one, I teased a little bit on Facebook and Instagram that this game was going to be a dress rehearsal. <laughs> and it pretty much was. I mean, Carolina had done nothing pretty much all season long. They don't know who they are. They don't know who's starting. They don't know who their quarterback is. I don't even think they know that they're a football team at this point. So, I mean, with that being said, I didn't expect a whole lot out of it. And the score definitely weighed that favor. So, Buccaneers 41, Panthers 17. The Bucks do lock in the number two seed. So, with that being said, they've got themselves in pretty good position here for the playoffs run. We can't wait to look forward to the playoffs here, guys. The Dolphins take on the Patriots. And just out of my selfish love, I love to see New England lose. I really do. There's not many teams outside of, I'll say, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, New England. Those are my top three I hate you teams. So with, with the, that being said, seeing the Dolphins beat the Patriots, just it warmed my soul. It really did. I mean, that was old Bill Belichick. For some reason, it's the Dolphins have a way, and it doesn't matter who's under center, of finding a way to beat New England. Sometime in December, sometime throughout the NFL season, they're going to sneak one in against New England, and it's so much fun to watch. I mean, it didn't do a whole lot. It changed... It didn't do anything for their playoff implications, but it was just, who doesn't like to see Bill Belichick lose at this point, right? So, we get into our more exciting games. You had two teams on the cusp of making the playoffs. You have the San Francisco 49ers needing a win to be able to go into the wild card weekend you also have the las vegas raiders needing a win to go into the wild card weekend not to mention the los angeles chargers needing a win to go into wild card weekend two of these three teams faced each other on sunday 
And man, it was great football. You want to talk about leaving it out on the field. These guys just played their absolute souls out. It was the greatest weekend of football I've been around in a long time. So, 49ers taking on the Rams in overtime clinched the wild card spot 27 to 24 San Francisco 49ers are moving on to the wild card round and the late game Sunday night football you had Derek Carr against Justin Herbert and these two teams back and forth back and forth and it's we're in overtime at this point Pittsburgh Steelers they're sitting here watching this game because all they need is one team to win and they're into the playoffs heaven forbid they go to a tie that means they both go to the playoffs and Pittsburgh misses so We've got this scenario developing. And we make it into overtime. I almost caught him Oakland. Las Vegas kicks a field goal. On their first possession. The Chargers take it down the field. Kick a field goal. On their first possession. So first score wins it at this point. So... You have these two teams just almost puking on the sidelines. Just pure exhaustion. The back and forth. Again, we'll we'll go a little bit more into the stats side of this here shortly. But just the atmosphere, the the sounds that they're in Vegas, man. It was a game to be watched. You want to talk about closing out a season. These guys delivered. Oh my God, that was some of the best football, again, I've seen in a long time. So, they are getting themselves down the field. The Raiders have the ball at this point. They get to a point, not quite in field goal range, but they're just letting the clock meander around. They're starting to show pictures of Steelers fans up in the crowd losing their mind because... Everybody's starting to realize the Raiders are willing to take this to over or let this go to a tie, tipping the hat to both teams to go to the playoffs. So I'm starting to watch this develop. And again, you see these Pittsburgh fans in the stands just going absolutely blood red, losing their mind, yelling at everybody. So I'm having a good time. I'm selfish. But here's the thing. The Chargers call timeout. Trying to save some time. And you can... They show the sideline over here with the Raiders. And you can see their interim coach just kind of tilt his head like, Are you serious? Who is about to take this thing to a tie? And you're going to call timeout on me? So, after the timeout, they get a first down. They're in field goal range. They kick the game-winning field goal. Knocking the Chargers out of playoff contention. Opening the door for the Pittsburgh Steelers to come into wild card weekend giving big ben one more round so on that end man you want to talk about a great weekend of football they delivered i mean it's uh 
that was again from the from sun up to sundown. I mean, I'm sitting there at twelve thirty just watching. It's uh, who's next? Oh my goodness, Forty ers These guys are about to come back. Uh, and then you had Lord, you had everything with Oakland and the Chargers there. It was just absolutely insane. And again, watching the Colts lose to Jacksonville. I love it. I mean, that, that's like Titan football. It's going to happen to us. Why does this happen to us? Because that's the Indianapolis Colts. That's why it happens to you. <laughs> but uh, with that said, that's uh, hats off to the NFL, man. They put on some good quality games to close it out. I mean, you want to talk about just action back. They they delivered on that one. But as promised, guys, let's dive off a little bit into the stat lines here. So... We got a playoff edition of our stat lines. So we're just going to kind of key in on the teams that had uh, the most implication of being able to be in the playoffs or that are in the playoffs. Since we're here locally, we're going to talk about Tampa Bay real quick. So Tampa goes in, makes easy work of Carolina. This was more of a scrimmage game, it looked like. I mean, this was clearly your ones against your your threes, your practice squad guys. I mean, no offense to Carolina, but man, it's a mess over there right now. But Tom Brady, he went 29 for 37, 326 yards and three touchdowns. He, from what I'm hearing, was refusing to come out of the game. He wanted to make sure Rob Gronkowski got what he needed to get his million-dollar bonus. You want to talk about having your boys back. I mean... He had his boys back. I mean, there might be a little back and forth on Antonio Brown's complaining about not getting his yards to get his bonus and favoring Gronkowski. I've heard a lot of stuff circulating around with this circus show that happened last weekend. But uh, with that being said, Tom Brady, man, this dude is going to be your MVP. How could he not? I mean, he just week in, week out. And it's just every year, it just he's getting better. This dude just does not age. It's absolutely insane. So, again, he went 29 for 37, 326 yards, three touchdowns. Gronkowski went seven for 137. Mike Evans went six for 89, two touchdowns. Ladavian Bell, one for one and a touchdown. So, that kind of wrapped up your scoring drives there so with that you had your defense you know it's again it was more of a scrimmage <laughs> a scrum really for these guys defense walks away with two sacks uh fumble recovery and interceptions so i mean decent showing all the way around for tampa bay i mean the, the score reflected 41 to 17 i mean that's not a team i want to see on the NFC side of this bracket. So let's move on here. Pittsburgh, just because we have one more week with Big Ben here. Big Ben put up, he was 30 for 144. Oh, I'm sorry, he was 30 for 44, 244 yards, one touchdown, an interception. And that's about <laughs> about all they had going on offense. Low scoring game. So on that end, you take it how you want. It was more of a defensive showing. I mean, their defense, they put up 
three sacks, recovered a fumble, two interceptions. So, I mean, on that end, you had Chris Boswell. I mean, to me, that should be your game MVP here. This guy was three for three, and he cracked the lid to the playoffs for you guys. Now, he didn't go full-on funnel this beer, but he certainly cracked it open, and everything else fell where it needed to be. Again, three for three, game-winning field goal. Big news on this one, T.J. Watt. He currently shares the sack record with Michael Strahan at 22 and a half sacks. And here's the other thing about it. Strahan had a full 16-game season to work on this. Whereas T.J. Watt, he made this happen in 15 games. A little controversy on a sack not credited, but hey, that's Pittsburgh's deal, not ours, right? So, moving on. <clears throat> we have the Tennessee Titans here. This team is going to be another team that I would fear lining up against in the playoffs. They've got the first round bye. The road to the Super Bowl goes through Nashville at this point. All Tennessee has to do is win, right? So, I mean, it's, everything's working in their favor. A.J. Brown is back. Julio Jones is back. Derrick Henry is back off IR. Didn't play in this game, but they're holding them out for the divisional round. I get it. Big man, broken toe. Let's give it a couple more weeks. It's the Houston Texans we're talking about here, right? Almost screwed that up. But, hey, you know, a win's a win. Ryan Tannehill, he was 23 for 32, 287 yards, and four touchdowns. You want to talk about redemption here. <laughs> he threw for four interceptions. <laughs> That's how these two teams met. So to see this turnaround, it's pretty refreshing. We had a Julio Jones signing. He caught a touchdown. You had a A.J. Brown caught a touchdown. You had Westbrook catch a touchdown. You had Anthony Fersker, Fersker catch a touchdown. So, I mean, he got the ball around. Looking at the stats here, there was really no one that shined, really, outside of Tannehill's ability just to pick apart that secondary. On that end, it was the tale of two halves, though. First half again. Titans were up. Texans hadn't scored, and I'm trying not to fall asleep. I'm looking for the next game. I'm like, all right, there's got to be something good on. You know, who's who's competing right now because it's not this team? Well, they came out after halftime. I don't know if the Titans' defense mailed it in and decided to put their slippers on, but uh, Houston came back, and they came back quick. But, uh, again, they were able to keep it under control. Houston never got the lead on them. They were within one scoring drive. And the Titans, they just they put it away. Yeah, so hats off again to Tennessee. Great work out there for those guys. And, again, just great football to watch. Now, this is when we start getting into the evening games here. This is your 4 o'clock lineup is where you had your 49ers and your Rams. So let's start here with the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo went 23 for 32. 316 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Now, this guy here, Debo Samuel. You want to talk about an amazing athlete here. This guy was one for one, 24 yards passing, and a passing touchdown. Eight carries for 45 yards and a touchdown. And four receptions 
for 95 yards. This dude is absolutely special. Just absolutely insane to see the type of work that this kid can put in. So, <clears throat> we have the rest of the receivers here. Jaywan Jennings, six receptions, 94 yards, two touchdowns. He came up big. He came up big when they needed him. Debo Samuel, everybody knows he's a special talent. They're going to put a whole lot of attention on him. And that really opened up the opportunities here for Jennings. Two touchdowns. That was huge. And these guys being able to come back and claim this victory here. Robbie Gold, two for two. Game winner in overtime. You want to talk about clutch, man. Your season is on the line. The playoffs started today. And you bang it in. Moving on to the next round, guys. I mean, that is how you do it. The Rams. <clears throat> Matthew Stafford, 21 for 32, 238 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Cooper Cup, seven, seven receptions, 118 yards, a touchdown. And their tight end, Tyler Higby, six receptions, 55 yards, and two TDs. So this is kind of where... These guys, I mean, the stat lines, they're almost identical. <laughs> they're almost identical from one team to the next. Now, one big stat that we were all trying to follow yesterday was Cooper Cup. He was on the verge of breaking the single-season receiving record, receiving yards. But uh, he finishes his, his season with 145 receptions, 1,947 yards receiving, and 16 touchdowns. All of these marks here are the are firsts in the NFL as far as best player, best wide receiver, best numbers this season. He was unfortunately about 17 yards short of breaking Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford's single season record there. So came really close, had the extra game to get it done. But hey, man, still 1,900 yards receiving. I'd take that on any team that I'm on, I promise you. So, now we have the Chargers here. This is your Sunday night football game. Justin Herbert, he was 34 for 64. 383 yards. Man, he threw it 64 times. Three touchdowns and one interception. Eckler, he was... six. He had... 16 for 64, one rushing touchdown. He was five receptions for 35 yards, another touchdown. I mean, he came up big. He was dependable there. Hey, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me. Mike Williams, he nine receptions, 119 yards, a touchdown. I mean, these guys were moving the sticks for him. Josh Palmer, four receptions, 45 yards, another touchdown. So... As you can see, these numbers, they got put up, and it was some good football to be watching. Now, there was a little offensive identity differences between the Chargers and the Raiders here. The Chargers, they were more of a pass-friendly offense yesterday, whereas your Raiders, they got down a little bit, but they, they got back to what they do. They started grinding out the football, handing it off to Josh Jacobs, 26 touches, 132 yards, a touchdown, and then two catches out the backfield for 12 yards. So, I mean, this kid 
put it on his shoulder late in the fourth quarter overtime and really, really, really close this game in for these guys. So Derek Carr, 20 passes, 36 completed, 186, two touchdowns. Not a great showing on his end, but he took care of the ball. And that's honestly the difference in the game. If Hubbard had that interception back, we might not be talking about the Raiders later in the show. So with that being said, guys, I am up against the break. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Want to give a shout out to our sponsors real quick. Great American Florida Gun Show is going to be in town. They're in Lakeland this weekend. So make sure you hop on their website, check them out. We also got Polaratic Insulation. Appreciate you guys again. This show happens because of you. Stay tuned. Coming this January 15th and January 16th, get ready for the Great America Florida Gun Show in Lakeland. Buy, sell, trade, ammunition, knives, and more. Plus, concealed carry classes held both days at 10 a.m., 12 p.m., and 2 p.m. The Great America Lakeland Gun Show at Lakeland National Guard Armory, located at 4140 Drainfield Road. Visit GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com or call 772-577-9647 for more information. Want to save money on your electrical bill? Need new insulation in your home's crawl space? Call Polar Attic Insulation, the only company doing crawl space within 100 miles. With our vapor barrier encapsulation, you'll save thousands. Designed to prevent mold and moisture, it's the best barrier for your home with a 10-year manufacturer warranty. Call the best with 13 years in the business, 877-608-5588. Polar Attic Insulation, we do it for thousands less. All right, guys, welcome back. We have Quentin in the house, man. What's going on? Man, how are you feeling? Still a little tired. Still a little. And uh, as soon as we get done with this, then I'm going to go home and eat me some hot supper. And oh, man. Go back and do it all again no, tonight. Do it all, yeah. <laughs> Watch, rinse, repeat, right? Yeah. <laughs> same, same crap, different toilet. Exactly. <laughs> man, these games yesterday, it's... Uh, there's one stat line that I left off on the uh, the stat lines we just had before break. Your Pittsburgh Steeler fans, they absolutely love the Raiders kicker, Daniel Carlson. <laughs> this guy went 5-for-5 five five and hits the game winner in overtime to send these guys to the playoffs. I mean, they need to buy him some sort of care package. So, I mean, did you want to talk about I love you right here at Valentine's Day? That this is their, that's their guy. Yeah, yeah. I seen where it was just a roller coaster of emotions um, yesterday, and for the Steelers fans, and yeah, well, and you, that's that's to be expected in the last week. See, everybody's sitting there; they're getting their interview questions ready. Big Ben's big retirement. Let's get the big bed. Cut the big bed, and and they win. And you know, you have this. 
this feeling of, hey, you know, all we got to do is win and the rest will take care of itself. Yeah. He's expecting, you know, he, he hasn't given a statement yet, but even you could just see in his eyes, he's expecting the season to be over at this point. He's about to come out with an official statement by the end of the evening, possibly on Monday, and, and sell off, you know. But that's not how the weekend broke down, man. <laughs> it was some everything that needed to happen happened you want to talk about steeler luck versus the my fandom luck it just don't work this way in in real life what happened here i seen where they had they said they had a 10 percent chance of entering the play or making the playoffs entering the week that so many scenarios had to go just right they had to win the let's see uh, what's Colts had to either. Colts had to lose, yeah. and as long as you had the Oakland, or, oh, there we go again, the Las Vegas <laughs> Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. See, this has been messing me up all show because they're both in new cities, and it's yeah. just saying them together, man. It, you just really got to pace it out. And there's a whole, <laughs> and then we got next season where you're gonna have to learn a whole new name with the Washington oh. Football Team. They should Maybe. just leave. Oh man, that's another conversation. <laughs> they should just leave that one alone, man. That's. WFT, man. Yeah. (laughs) But with it, it's, uh, yeah, just leave the name alone at this point. Yeah. You've you've already just stripped away so much of that team's identity. Yeah. Every bit of its history. And everybody's used to this name now. And here we go. And they might have leaked it. (laughs) That's the other thing. This, This Washington Admiral's name has been circulating a little bit. Whether it's not, it's just something to tease us to get us to talk about it. I don't know, but it's, yeah. They're still so. trying to stick with that DC theme, I think. DC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it, call them the Jokers. I'd rather see the Joker running around there. If you want to talk DC, let's go DC Comics. I mean, they've yeah. already got a bunch of clowns in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, what's fun more? <laughs> but, man, you want to talk about just... The way the season ended here, that's there was one game that stood out to me. You had the Miami game where they're taking on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know, I started to tune into that one when the Titans were making their run. You know, it was, a, it was scoreless at half for Houston. I was like, well, I'm going to find something else to watch. This has got boring for me. In Miami, they go on and wind up beating the Patriots, which I love seeing. I always, like I mentioned earlier, I love seeing New England lose. So to see Miami, they seems to be every year they've just always got an answer one time a year for New England. And they go in and beat them. But the thing that threw me for a loop, which happens every Monday after the regular season, is Black Monday. And they go and fire Brian Flores. Winning record, man. Yeah. I mean... It's from what I've been hearing from the GM, It's it was a communication thing. He wasn't very communicative back and forth between him and the rest of the uh, front office, I guess. But, man, I, I, I liked what I was seeing with Miami. Well, yeah, that's one of those things that I'm like, is, it one of those, is that one of those things that can you just get past when you finally got a winning season? As a franchise, for the first time in like a good, a good know, little, man. good little while, they were this close to making the playoffs. I mean, the laces so, were out on this one, man. Yeah. I mean, what they thinking? But there was uh, quite a few things happen today. Denver, everybody saw it coming. Vic Fangio, he's out. The Vikings, mm-hmm. 
that Mike Zimmer and the what kind of shocked everybody is the GM here, Rick uh, Spielman. And the Bears, you had Matt Nagy, everybody thought was going out as well because there's been rumor about, hey, who they might be interviewing while he's still there. But their GM also, Ryan Pace. <laughs> These two guys, uh, nobody quite saw that coming. But at, when it comes to the Bears and the Vikings, somebody finally understood it. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times are you going to change coaches before you realize you, you don't have a coaching issue? You have a front office issue you need to yeah. get sorted out. Well, that, that's the that's where a lot of franchises struggle and all mm-hmm. is uh, it's so hard for them to let go of their GMs, but yeah. not their head coaches when usually it's both. Man, they need to take a strong look in Miami. Yeah. You know, because that's. He just pulls the trigger way too quick. I mean, granted, he hasn't located good coaches neither. I mean, this Brian Flores, man, he's he had promise. The team was responding. They were playing for him. I mean, as long as it works for the team and you, hey, cool. I don't care how you feel about the guy. You're winning. Yeah. Hey, good luck. Now you're going to restart this whole process over again. So, I, and for what? I mean, I don't the know. next guy they bring in. He might like them better. Well, how how did this mean tweet thing work out for us, right? I mean, <laughs> well, we'll see next year. I mean, they obviously got the talent there because I'm. Uh, yeah, Waddell, you got two. Uh, I, I mean, mean, Waddell set a record this year for. Uh, yeah, wasn't the rookie mo- uh, receiving yard record? Yeah, most I mean, rookie receiving yards. That's these it, kids are playing their hearts out for this yep. guy, and y'all are y'all chopped them. They got a young team out there, or down there, I should say, yeah. and. uh it's just it's a it's a shame to see that the coach is out the door already, when there was promise in mm. in the team this year, and and for the future anyway. Yeah. May, maybe just a couple of tweaks here and there, but it's what your drafts for. That's where you build a build a stronger yeah. coaching staff around this dude. You don't you don't just let your guy go after almost taking out. And they swept the Patriots this year, didn't they? I think they did, man. Yeah. And you know what I enjoyed seeing? Uh, again, just because they're so pasty up there in New England. They came down here to Miami and, and met Miss Humidity. <laughs> and my goodness, uh, the, <laughs> the this Mac Jones kid, it, he looked like Miss Piggy. He was so <laughs> red-faced and just completely not ready for the weather down here. He he wanted it to be a little bit cooler, it looked yeah. like. It was, I got to laughing with my wife on that. I was like, oh, my God, he's about to have a heat stroke. Look at him. <laughs> well, I'm not exactly sure where he's from. I know he went to Alabama for college. Yeah, he went. Uh, he was behind Tua and Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. So he spent a, he spent, he should be used to that kind of, well, Miami's different. Yeah. It's not the same. Uh, Tennessee, it's humid, but Alabama's about similar but that's still not Miami humid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But it was, uh, again, man, it was not expected. Uh, now, I don't imagine he's going to have a problem finding a job. Now, these other coaches, yeah, they might get recycled back in as coordinators again. But somebody's probably going to be chomping at the bits to bring him in as a head coach. Just yeah. Just he's three years. This is some of the better football I've been watching the Dolphins play. Well, and, you know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Jacksonville bring him in. Jacksonville, yeah, because they're they're in the market for a new head coach now. Oh, Jacksonville, I love Jacksonville. And they're talking they're talking about the the assistant coach to uh, 
Saban over there in Alabama. Mm. Uh, what's his name? O'Brien or o- yeah, oh, yeah, like Bill O'Brien. Uh, yeah. from he was the uh, man. I tell you what, I just because I'm selfish, I love Bill O'Brien. You know, I'm a Titans fan. Yeah. I, I loved seeing what he did down there in Houston. He just absolutely destroyed that team. And yeah. I don't even think he is a good locker room coach either. You know, just look at J.J. Watt. I mean, this guy is one that will take it for the team, man. And before O'Brien was out of there, he traded Watt off. He released him. And he traded off Andre Hopkins. Hopkins. What are you? You got rid of your two best players. <laughs> and but this is when they but put him in Watson. charge of personnel, you know. <laughs> yeah, he kept Watson, you know. It's it's an IBM problem. I don't know. But <laughs> just called the IT guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with it, it's I don't know if I would want him over there. I mean, maybe a, a second attempt might be a good run for him, but we're in such this. I don't know if he's the answer, man. If you need somebody to fix personnel, <laughs> I don't trust that guy. We're in such an era where teams that are out looking for coaches are trying to bring in these successful college coaches it's it's not the same it's not man like we've seen it so many times with like you even think of like greg shadow that came to tampa from yeah. rutgers he had winning records out in rutgers multiple times came to tampa and couldn't do squat yeah. with that team and it had a it's decent the, team around them. The mentality of the team. Yeah, it's, you know, you, you've got kids versus men. That, <laughs> you that you, it, it's a much faster play. It's a much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about four D one caliber guys on the field yeah. on, in some games at the college level compared to everybody. Twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> so you might be facing up against one or two great guys versus. Yeah. Oh God! This is an all Madden team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of man, it's oh Madden. He was the reason I loved this game. Man, it, it it was so sad. It you know, just when you thought the year couldn't get oh, any God. worse. Oh no! Yeah. Celebrities that we grew up with. Oh, I know. Just you dropping. remember watching Mama's Family? It's uh. I might be showing my age here. Some of you, some of our listeners out here, this is a classic country station, so you guys might not, y'all might know what I'm talking about. But she was on Mama's Family, Golden Girls. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I remember growing up watching those shows, man. It was good times. Old Betty White, man. Hats off to her. Now, I did, it might be too soon. And again, it's me showing my age again. I'm kind of that millennial generational split. Not quite a millennial, not quite a baby boomer. Yeah. Happy 85, right? Yeah. But uh, with it, I see this picture on Facebook, and it's of a silhouette and a parachute. And it said, Betty White won in the gulag against John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about legend status. Come on back, Betty. Let's do it, right? <laughs> but one more sad one, man. Yeah. Bob Saget. Yeah. You know, America's Funniest Videos. He was my generation's yeah. better than Carlton. The full house. Full house, man. Yeah. It's here locally at that, he was up in Orlando. I think they were getting ready to make yeah. a trip to Jacksonville for a show. But, man, just my heart goes out to him and his family. But no more, man. Let's stop it, taking the good ones. Yeah. Can't and we- just, a crazy start <laughs> to the year, a crazy end to the football season. And now we got to go into the next couple of weeks with uh, these playoffs. Yeah. I wish what, there was more time on this show, man. Oh, my man, goodness. There's so do, much to get to. <laughs> what do you like on the AFC side? Of AFC the ball? side? Because, you know, I, I'm not even going to lie. I, 
I know as much as we talked about them, I haven't really paid attention yeah. to how well the Titans were doing. And it, I don't think anybody was, man. That I've been is trying such to tell a... everybody all summer, you better watch out for them. And then when Derrick Henry got hurt and they still just kind of maintained that mm-hmm. uh, top-tier presence in the AFC this season, I was like, man, they got they I got knew that they were, like, out. doing pretty good. I'm like, oh, man, they're, they're going to go in third. Just steady. Like third uh, seat or something like that. And then I had to look at the standings. I was like, whoa. Yeah, top of the board. <laughs> yeah, top of the board, man. Home field advantage. That's, yeah, uh, they and the the scary part is they don't have Derrick Henry on the field yet. I imagine yeah. he'll be there for the divisional round. That's why they held him out this week. Give him another two weeks to get that toe feeling good. You know, this little piggy went to market. Well, we want this little piggy to go home. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that is man. It's uh, I'm I'm pumped. You know, again cards on the table i'm a titans fan yeah you know and I, i've gone through a generation of suck <laughs> as a titans man i mean i'm a bucks fan, you're, I'm so. a, you're a bucks fan but you guys at least got some rings man y'all, we ain't got no bling we just got some dings on there <laughs> you know? y'all got music city miracle <laughs> oh i know i was, ooh, buffalo i'm still too soon <laughs> chris if you're listening out there buddy i'm, I'm so sorry he he went too far on that one. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> but with it, man, it's you, you can't ever count the Kansas City Chiefs out. One thing that concerns me is seeing Tyreek Hill being a little gimpy. Yeah. That might be nothing, or it could just be something that's finally caught up to him at the end of the season here. So that's one that I'm a little concerned with. The team that honestly terrifies me from a Titans fan standpoint, the Cincinnati Bengals, man. Yeah. My God, that's an offensive monster. <laughs> you know, and didn't I mean this Jamal Chase kid? I mean, ugh. yeah, LSU. If you need a receiver, I don't care who's coming out of LSU. Just get them. Yeah. <laughs> <Mine>. yeah. <laughs> Put your finger on it. Do what you well, need. <laughs> they got a they they got another kid that should be entering the draft this year too. I can't think of his name. Right uh, now. I'm terrible on names at this yeah. point, but yeah, the, 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 uh, their ability just to put out top quality receivers is insane. Well, they they get some LSU is like that team in the SEC that sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. That's the uh, drunken brother that shows yeah. up to the fight and he just knocks everybody around and walks yeah. off with a chick every once in a while. There you go. Hey, you know, that's LSU. We get it. <laughs> he's like Conor McGregor. He comes around once every couple oh, of years. I no, can't understand what he's saying. What, what, what? <laughs> this guy showed up with closed captioning. What just happened? <laughs> so first game, we got Pittsburgh, Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you got with that one? Man, I see Kansas City. Yeah? I just don't think Pittsburgh's defense can do anything to slow them down. And I just don't think they've got enough playmakers to keep pace with them. I don't. I mean, I, I love Big Ben, dude. But sorry, it's about strict midnight. Yeah. It's, I think it's about to close on you, bud. Well, I I think I'm going to have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs on that one as well. But I think it's going to be a little bit closer than we think. I don't. Yeah. I, I think it's going to come down to a field goal. I think Buckley's going to have to is. win it for them. And, and to be honest with you, well, I don't know, man. Titans lost to Pittsburgh. I don't know if I want to play <laughs> Pittsburgh again. I don't. See, this is one of these games I felt like we should have won. Yeah. Just because how bad they were playing at the time. But hey, I'm glad you could get your season turned it around on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Started our three games, kid. Appreciate that, pal. <laughs> Next, we go into the. AFC East 
Uh, Ooh, Buffalo. Yeah, match up. Dun, dun, dun. Who are they Buff- matched up on? With the Patriots. It's a divisional. Oh, man. A divisional playoff game. Did you see the way they treated Jacksonville? Yeah. Pittsburgh's so salty. Not Pittsburgh. Patriots are so <laughs> salty right now. Yeah. I mean, they did not They did not like the way that felt. You know, that new <clears throat> Ooh, this is going to be a good game. Yeah. I, don't ever bet against Belichick in the playoffs and expect Buffalo to choke in the playoffs. Yeah. That's well, just, and, sorry, Chris, again. If <laughs> anybody, if there's one game you want to watch in this playoff for the wild card weekend, mm-hmm. it's this game here. I'm just telling you right now. Scheme. That's going to be a great game, yeah. It's in Buffalo. I don't know what the weather's going to look like. Suck. <laughs> it's Buffalo, but, right? <laughs> yeah, but if it's anything like Buffalo has been for the past couple of days, I think it's been snowing quite a bit up there in that yeah. direction. So it might be a, a white man wild card game. Well, old Bill Belichick proved that he'll only pass it three times in a game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it, it, it'd be different to see. And I'm okay. If, if they're running the ball, I, I believe it's got to go to the Bills because Singletary in the backfield right now is so much better. Yeah. Than, oh, it's night and day. Yeah. It's not the same Buffalo team they, they met. Yeah. So. So that I think Buffalo is going to pull that off. But like you said, can't ever yeah. count out the Patriots. Yeah, it's like betting against Tom Brady until somebody shows me Dad ain't the baddest man in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, when he says sit, I'm going to sit. <laughs> and then the team that you're worried about mm-hmm. at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. Man. Which see, is another team I didn't see getting into the playoffs. This be a head coach that we don't see coming. You know, just one of these guys that hire up that nobody had on their radar. Mm-hmm. Or he's about to realize I'm not quite equipped yeah. to coach this game. So I don't think the Raiders are going to move past this round. I mean, it's been a great season for them. All the turmoil that's happened, I just, I don't know. They don't know who they are. So I just, I can't put my money on those guys. I mean, it's hard to bet against the house in Vegas, but the house is kind of broke right now. <laughs> you know what's funny about the whole situation is say that, I, I don't think they will, but say they go all the way to the Super Bowl, the Raiders do anyway, and uh, win it. It'll be the second time that they've made it all the way to the big show and then fired John Gruden. Or, or, oh, no, I'm <laughs> tired of yeah. Oh, Gruden, man. God. It's, it's the second time he's built this team up and not, not been there for the big dance. I know, right? Good old Gruden. Oh, so. NFC side of the ball, Packers. First week by yep. Aaron Rodgers going probably to Hawaii to slick back his hair. Oh, and... man, he looks like Negan from The Walking Dead, dude. <laughs> he looks so greasy and scummy. He, he looks like he belongs <laughs> on the damn uh, Biodome movie. <laughs> oh, I know. Polly Shore. Where, where is he now? <laughs> oh, goodness. That's uh, great. First game. I, I like this game just because this is how our first Super Bowl run started yeah against the eagles well actually we started off against the 49ers and then we went and beat the eagles when we nobody said we could yeah. up in philadelphia they're i don't not, think anybody's saying that you can't beat this team at this point yeah well <laughs> they're coming to tampa this ain't your daddy's bucks yeah <laughs> philadelphia eagles tampa bay buccaneers i'm super excited about this game because i think this is going to show it's going to show us or us as a Bucks nation. Yeah. What they're really capable of doing on the defensive side of the ball because yeah. 
There's so many different. This guy can move. Yeah, the you, they've always struggled against a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. They, there's there's wide receivers that you still have to watch out for. They've got a, a running game. They're so well balanced, but not good in, or they don't excel above average in any area. Yeah, the Eagles anyway. Yeah. So it's going to be the, the, the biggest name they got. The only one I can really think of is Jalen Hurts, just yeah. because his pedigree. You know, he's won a national championship. This guy plays big in big moments. Yeah. So, on it, I feel the Bucks are going to win it. Yeah. But this game's going to be a good game to watch. So, you yeah. guys better tune into this one. I think it, this one's going to be a lot closer than what people think. It'll it, it, definitely be, be one to watch. Next game, I think, is probably like the weakest Which one game. you got? The 49ers and the Cowboys. Man. I think the Cowboys are just going to run run right over them. Yeah. I, I don't I, trust Jimmy G, man. Yeah. He, he almost cost him. Yeah. <laughs> he almost cost him. But uh, I, I tell you what, growing up where we did before the Titans moved into town, we got to see a few different teams. We watched Miami football, Green Bay football, Dallas, and 49ers. That was the rotation they normally put through Nashville. Mm-hmm. So to see the Cowboys and the 49ers – it just kind of takes me back to the 90s, man. Yeah. They're about to do get out. I'm hoping for a great game. I know these teams hate each other. I got a buddy that's in San Francisco, and he is just completely gassed up right now over last night's win. But I'm actually looking forward to this one. Yeah. But, like you said, I think it's going to be Dallas, man. I just I, I don't think they've got an answer for everything Dallas has. I mean, you yeah, got there's just, CD Dallas Lamb. Dallas is playing on another level this yeah. year. So, um, I I think they're a team to be reckoned with in the playoffs. Yeah, if they can get to that next level, I, mm-hmm. I think it's been so long since they've been in that contention spot that yeah. we'll see how how oh, Dak no. Prescott fares against it. We'll see how if Zeke Elliott could show up. And oh then, no, that's the biggest thing. Everybody should be healthy. Ezekiel Elliott, you got C.D. Lamb, you got mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. I mean, it's. You got the whole crew, man. It's, yeah. it's time to show it. And the defense is strong right now. Yeah. And it, the play calling has been great. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, you've had a serious monster of a team this year. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that's, they're one of the together. teams that concerns me in the NFC to really co- compete here with the Buccaneers. And either one of these next teams that loses is a good thing, uh, but it's, you still got to worry about the This is the game the I'm not looking forward to at all. It's just snooze fest is all this screams to me. Yeah. <laughs> the Cardinals, yeah. the, what is this, the Rams, I yeah. mean. Ah, See, Arizona's got a lot of stuff going wrong, man. They, uh, a lot, they're the they're weak another, team. <laughs> they're another one of those teams that were doing really good to start a season, and then the injury bug hit, oh, they hit them. Blew the doors off the Titans to start the season, man. Yeah. I was like, my god, the Titans suck again. But, but no, they were just that good to start off the season. <laughs> you know, and the only thing that I, I I don't like about the Cardinals is they win so much with. Murray and I just he, I don't like his style of play. I'm not a fan of it. Does he have great potential? Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome athlete. I I, I just don't think he's quite there between the ears yet. Well, and, and I'm not saying that he doesn't understand the game. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, again, this he can put up numbers with the best of them. I just don't think he sees the field as well as you would want him to. Well, he's 5'10", so he can't see the field. I'm down here. But it, it's one of those things that's just like uh, 
it, all of his wins are real sloppy. It just yeah. seems like, and I, you know, um, I guess a W is a W. That's what they say, right? Yeah. And, and at, at this point, you don't really need. Yeah. All you need is just continue to put the W's yeah. together. I don't care what it spells. Just all go. That's all I wanted exactly. to spell, right? <laughs> exactly. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens there. I, all I know is going to be a great weekend for college oh. or for professional football. Yeah. When it comes playoffs, to these playoffs, man. The uh, quick take: Who are you taking to be the Super Bowls? Who's going to the Super Bowl? Well, you know where my heart's at, mm-hmm. but I think Aaron Rodgers is out to make a statement this year. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be in the Super Bowl, and I think he's going to go one up against either whoever wins this game between Buffalo and the Patriots. I believe that's who they're going to see in the okay. playoffs or in the Super Bowl. Gotcha. See, um, more on selfish sides, but I, I just looking at the teams. The Buccaneers seem to have the most complete team, yeah. the most confident team, and we've it's just been that there before. Injury bug. I know that's the I only know. thing that's going to keep us the only out. Thing that's scaring us right now, and the, the AFC side, man, the Titans—they just got the recipe to take it. Their yeah. their defense is flying around. If Derrick Henry comes back and is able to be eighty percent of what he was, it's Titans. Yeah, Titans are going to take it to the Super Bowl. Well. You know, the one consistent thing about all this is that we'll be back here next week to let you know everything that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Before we go, we do have one more game on the docket. Alabama versus Georgia. College football championship. Who are you taking? I I said it last week. I think Georgia's coming back for redemption. Redemption. Go punch them in the teeth, man. You heard it here. I'm so sick of of Alabama. (laughs) I'd live too close to Alabama, man. All you hear is roll tide everywhere. I've got tons of family in Alabama, and half of them are Auburn fans, half of them are Alabama fans. Yeah. I hate Facebook when it comes to the Iron Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Family divided, right? Yeah. It's great stuff, man. And I'm down here in Florida, like, with this 80-degree weather. Like, I'm excited to see what Georgia has to answer Bryce Young. Yeah. You know, you got the Heisman Trophy winner. And he's already beat you once. Yeah. So, I mean, on that end, I hope they've got an answer for him. But unfortunately, guys... We're up against the clock. It's been a great hour. Glad to have you here, Quentin. Yeah. So, guys, make sure to check us out next Monday. We'll we'll be back in it, talking about the playoff picture, who's moved on, who has not. Have we heard anything else on coaches being fired? We'll we'll bring it all to you. But I want to give one more shout-out to our sponsors. Great American Florida Gun Shows has a gun show this weekend in Lakeland at the National Guard Armory. And make sure to check your – thermostat if this thing is not catching up give our friends a call here at polaritic insulation give chris a call and let them come out and give you a free estimate and get these bills under control for you yeah definitely outlaws y'all stay classy